Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, the NFL season is in full swing and you might not be at the games this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. What's up y'all, it's your man Lloyd Spence and I am excited about all the things that's going on at betonline.ag. Some incredible lines this week. You got to go check them out. From the game spreads and the totals to team and player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always my favorite, the online casino as well, because it never closes. So, Head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Tell them your man Lloyd sent you on over. Hey, y'all. I hope y'all are ready to make some noise. Kenyatta Spence, are you ready? Jake Anderson, are you ready? And Mr. Talking Noise himself, Lloyd Spence, are you ready? If you clicked on this podcast, then that must mean that you're ready for Talking Noise, the daily podcast. Well, if you're ready, then come on, let's make some noise. Man, it's good to be home. <laughs> it's good to be home with the peoples. People. What is going on, noise makers? It's good what to be back with you. Too. What do you say? I said, what it do, what it do. What it do, what it do, man. Oh. Oh. It's good to be home, I'm telling you. Shout out to the noise makers for holding us down, doing all this um, this incredibleness. <laughs> Shout out to Uncle Noise, living the groove. One must drink. What did he say? One living the groove. I must straighten the curve. <laughs> I, love, I love how you took that one and flipped it on me. Like I like that. I like that. Hold on, my brother. Man, just making it, man. You know how we do, man. Just keeping it up. We missed you guys. We missed all the noise, the crew, all the people. Yeah. It's strange. It's just strange without them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very strange. And let me just say, shout out to Uncle Noise for pulling through. And really, a lot of the noisemakers, a few of the noisemakers pulled through, or the, or the host of the noisemakers. Shout out to Alan Brown and uh, Dr. Smith, a couple mm-hmm. others that pulled up and was just showing us so much love on the uh Funeral, that was so cool. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you. Uncle Noise blessed us with those melodious vocals. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> melodious, yeah. In the South, it's melodious, but really <laughs> melodious. <laughs> but uh, we appreciate you pulling up, man, and blessing us, man. That was awesome. Powerful uh, service, man. Powerful service. Wow. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was wow. really good. Pops would have been proud. Pops would have been proud. So yeah. uh, there's Mrs. Noise being all delicious as she do. <laughs> I see you, Miss Noise. <laughs> I see you. Appreciate all noise making for uh, adjusting your schedule and rocking with us a little bit later than we normally do. Listen, we just got uh, one little statement that we made for you. We back in the groove, baby. 
We back in the groove today. And it feels so good. Feels so mm-hmm. good. So we are ready to kick it off and do our thing. Uh, we just got two weeks, y'all. Two weeks away from hopefully what will be the change of back to at least some level of, of normalcy or at least the start of something normal with all that's been going on. Uh, we are excited to know. Listen, my day started off great, even though today was the day we laid my father to rest, but we turned on the news, and my day started off great because my man George Stephanopoulos of uh, Good Morning America said 36 million people have showed up to vote already. Already. Awesome. That is so awesome, and hopefully that is a big step in the right direction. We're hoping and praying that that means what we hope that it means. And so, man, that's good news, man. That's really, really good news. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, what the, you know, some of the things that's being looked at and viewed, uh, you know, the, uh, the polit- uh, political uh, experts are out there looking mm-hmm. at all the data and the trending uh, things that's going on and the projections. I mean, projections are what they are, projections, but they look really, really, really good. So well, hopefully everything is moving in the right direction. Um, so, before I get to any of that, again, me and Mrs. Noise want to thank you guys again for the love and support. It, is, it has been immeasurable. We thank you so much for just rocking with us, being patient with us through all of our shows. Uh, so for sure, everybody will be back in rotation. So Believe in the ACC will be on on Thursday. The, uh, the, the Five will be on on Monday. Another mm-hmm. wonderful powerful uncorked wine this saturday which was this one if you missed this past saturday oh my gosh it was incredible shout out to allison ray lawson for pulling up that was yeah. and laban burton for pulling up popcorn world popcorn a, world baby yeah we had a really really good time this weekend it was cool so uh just a lot of great things going on and we got some amazing news to drop on you today can't wait to do that we'll do that here in just a minute but, uh, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, anyway, let's jump into the show. Y'all know the final debate is coming up. Mm. I hope y'all ready. Mm. Oh, thank you, Marilyn. Appreciate you, girl. Thank you, Marilyn. <laughs> thank you. Azaria says thank you. Yeah, um, but y'all know the final debate is coming up in just two days. <laughs> uh, or we think. Y'all want to say we think. It's coming up. <laughs> like it's scheduled. Things have a way of happening. It, well, Don't they, though? Yeah, yeah. Funny you would use those words, sir, because yeah. that's my next question. <laughs> okay. Do y'all think that it will happen? Do you think this is really going to happen or not? Because I'm going to tell you something. I have my doubts because of the debate commission. Well, two things. One, the debate commission came out with a statement yesterday and said for sure while the candidates are answering their questions the initial response the initial response yeah there will the other candidate will be muted <laughs> That's right click wow so, click I'm sure Donald Trump and Donald Trump was not happy about that because <laughs> that's yeah. half the strategy going right now well, so that's now, right now this is a live debate, right? It's not a virtual. It's not. A, um... I think it's a live debate. I think it is. Okay. So I think it's live pending 
You know, that's a great question, Uncle Shake, because I, I, I'm assuming that Donald Trump is COVID free if he ever had COVID in the first place. Um, but no one has confirmed that. So that is a great question. I'm assuming it's going to be a live debate. I have not heard anything about a virtual debate of any kind. So I'm assuming that it is live. We'll see. Um, if I'm Biden, I probably put the screws to him and say, uh, dude, you go, you need to get that test. Uh, <laughs> Erica said, no, no, Joe Biden is preparing the first part of this week. Yeah. Joe's already in prep. So I, I don't know. I think it's, I, listen, things change with this debate. Yeah. So things could change on a dime with all of this. But as we understand the debate right now, there'll be a mute button in full effect for at least the first response. Right. And where, where's the debate taking place at? Do we know? Um, is it Miami? Ooh. I'll find out. I'll, I'll know here in a second. That's, that's, ooh, that, that could be the kiss of death. Wow. That could be a pretty heavy, heavy uh, toll on, on Trump, man, because. He's losing Florida like, 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 uh, man, like the Germans lost Antwerp. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's a that's a heck of a loss, right? You just, I mean, you, you know, what I'm saying, you know, what I mean, people yeah. like that in Florida, man. I mean, it's that that, that was the stronghold. That, you that, know, listen, the battleground states are not looking good for Donald Trump right now, hmm. and and hesitantly, very hesitantly. A lot of the pro, uh, the projection polls are saying that this is not going to even be close. Now, I don't know if that's true, but I will say this. 48 million people voted in the last election. Or or let me say, I said 48 million. Uh, it was 48 million and 46 million for Donald Trump. 48 million for Hillary. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. So that was the total amount. Of people that voted, right? Is that a hundred and or ninety-four million? Right, right? Yeah. that's ninety-four million. Already thirty-six million have voted. Now, now here's the thing: I don't know what you guys are getting, but I get a, you know, I get a fairly, I don't read it, but I get a fairly equal amount of, of rhetoric from both sides. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. and both sides are claiming this as a major victory. Claiming what? The early voting, both sides. Uh, Trump's camp is saying this is an early victory that they are, uh, you know, I was looking at a, a thing the other day on Fox News. They were saying uh, that this is going to be even worse, even better win than 2016. Well, the numbers, early voting. Well, they call it spin for a reason. Right. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just saying you get it from both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No question. And, and, and the reality is this. Again, I got I got to point back to it. You know how assured people were in 2016 that this was over, that it was all oh, man. You know what I'm saying? And then boom, the day comes and he ends up walking into office. Now again, that fed into the theory that one vote doesn't count because it was based on the electorate. Right. Right. So, but the but again, that's why I said Florida to me. Man, I would stay away from Florida if I was if I was him because because of all the people that have died. I mean, these these 
these senior citizens ain't playing, man. They they are serious, man. They're watching their, their fellow brothers and sisters drop like flies to COVID. And and they're even sicker now than they were uh, before because a lot of them didn't take the, the necessary precautions in the first place, not just social distancing, but the things you need to do to take care of yourself if you're an elderly person because there's other things you need to do, you know, to stay healthy in the first place. Right. Yeah. And I apologize because I, I, I forgot the Miami debate was just all the way canceled. That was the second one. Okay. The third one is in Tennessee. Is at Belmont University in Nashville. Ooh, wow. Yeah. And and the other thing that could make it very interesting, Kristen Welker is the debate moderator. For those of you who aren't familiar, Kristen Welker is with NBC. She's a young African American woman. Oh no. And, uh, no, we we can't get the last girl we had. You know what I'm saying? We can't I'm I'm hoping she's Susan. Maybe, <laughs> maybe she'll be she that last some, minute switch. Man. Well, I'm hoping she got some Savannah Guthrie in her. Man. Savannah was gangster. She was. I hope she's coaching her. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm, sure she right. is. I'm sure she is. I'm sure she's prepping her and getting her ready. But I'm I'm, I'm hoping uh Kristen will bring the black girl magic to uh shout out to Allison and shout out to McBride sisters. Uh, the black girl magic to the uh, debate and really, you know, hammer away at these dudes and keep things civil. But the mute button's going to help a lot. Oh, yeah, tremendously. Yeah, the mute button is going to help quite a bit. Because all that begging is old. What do you mean by that? All that begging of Mr. Mr. President, Mr. President, your time is, Mr. President, you've already just, okay. Well, Savannah nipped that in the bud. You know what I'm saying? Savannah made sure you can't ever go back to them days. You know what I'm saying? I need a t-shirt that says Guthrie is gangster. Guthrie is gangster. I like that. I like that. Hashtag merchandising. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. You know, she she wasn't necessarily called a mammy, but, but Guthrie's more than a mama. Hey, Maybe we need to put a whole list of gangster people from 2020 down, like uh, <laughs> the mayor of DC, uh, yeah. the mayor of Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta Guthrie. Hey, yeah, Harris said, I'm talking, <laughs> Auntie Kamala. Yeah, <laughs> we, need, we need to put a whole list of gangsters on the shirt, and then just so your best guess, Uncle Noise, do you think this debate's gonna happen? Well, it's his Tennessee. He did win Tennessee. But Tennessee is one of the states that's slipping away. Is it? It is. Who's the senator in Tennessee? Uh not is it Gore? Not is no, no. Uh let's find out. Keep talking, we'll get that one. Efforting. Okay. So uh, you know, again, see Tennessee reminds me of Kentucky. It's kind of a star word, you know, in that kind of doesn't matter what the facts are. You know, they don't, it hadn't traditionally been a highly rep, uh, uh, de- democratic state. Right. So I, I'm, I, I don't Marsha know. Blackburn, Marsha Blackburn is one of the senators and Lamar Alexander is the other. Okay. But here's the thing about Lamar Alexander. Mm-hmm. Lamar Alexander has already come out and called – BS on Donald Trump. 
But oh, Lamar, Republican senators. But Lamar Alexander, and I actually got a chance to meet Lamar Alexander years ago. Really nice man. Uh, but he's already called BS on Donald Trump. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's already called him out. Not in favor, not a fan. Donald Trump tried to call out Dr. Fauci uh, a day before yesterday at one of his rallies. And Lamar Alexander said, that's ridiculous. Mm. If it wasn't for Dr. Fauci, there'd be a lot more dead people. Wow. So, Because at his rally, he blamed Fauci. Oh, he blamed Fauci. Death. Said Dr. Fauci made bad calls. Yeah. Called him an idiot. No calls. Called him an idiot. Right. Dr. Fauci has made no calls. Yeah. Zero. That ain't his job. His job is not to make calls. His job right. is to give you the information. In case you didn't know, it's your dumbass's job to make the call. <laughs> Do you need oh, a civics God. lesson? Do you need a civics lesson? Well, help you with that. Listen, what good is the civics if you're not going to take the course? I'm just saying. Well, you know, he won't read books. He won't do research. He doesn't listen to his advisors. What good is any of that? They're in, they're in again. There again, when people say, you know, I had a guy tell me yesterday, well, you know, this, both sides are wicked. Both sides are evil. Well, that's a cop out. That means you're going to vote the way you're going to vote. And, and you already told me who you're voting for. Right. So, but the point is, you want to, and I say this to everybody all the time, doesn't really doesn't matter what the politics are. You got to measure the character. Part of character is being able to accept wisdom from other parties, from people who know things you don't know, who are experienced and have a, a, a life dealing with issues that you've never approached. So if you don't have somebody in place like that as a leader, you're going down the wrong path anyway. So, well, one thing, one, one thing that's really interesting, and to, to go piggyback on what you just said, uh, President Biden, uh, or soon to be President Biden, work it. Already said that he's going to probably. There are some GOP uh, candidates, or that he's looking at. Not candidates, but GOP affiliated people that he's looking at for his cabinet positions already. So he's already trying to reach across the lines and mm -hmm. get the best people in these positions possible, which is what you really want in a democracy. Listen. This is a democracy of people, of all of us. It's not just a Democratic or Republican. It's all of us trying to live civilly together with our disagreements on how things should be done. That's okay. It's okay that you see it differently than I see it. But what we can't be is uncivil in our way of dealing with one another. We can't be uh, egregious or angry or, dare I say, racist in the way we deal with one another. Right. It's okay to disagree. I If I don't see it how you see it, that's fine. But what we can't be is ignorant, as my daughter said. And Trump is ignorant. He is ignorant. He's an idiot. Yeah, but here, here's, here's the thing, though. I, I understand what you're saying as far as what he's talking about reaching across the aisle. And, of course, President Obama did that right in his first two years, even when he had a majority. But if anything, if we've learned anything, here's what I, I, I'll use these, these two examples. There's the scales of justice, and then there's um, the idea of a pendulum. Yeah. 
Now, scales of justice, when they get out of balance, when it gets out of balance and there's just way too much weight on one side, you have to really, really weigh the other side down to get it to come back to form. Right. But as you're doing that, a, a lot of times it means you have to put more weight than is really on the other side. You have to put more weight to even to get it to move. Right. Yeah. So that means it starts to swing drastically the other way. It's like a pendulum. Pendulum goes across. It swings. And as it gains momentum, it loses momentum when it's going up and it's coming back. But it doesn't necessarily always go back to the other side equally because it lost momentum and was on the right. Right. And I think this first two years especially if they get in a majority, you need to do everything you possibly can do while you have the majority. Mm -hmm. the, first two, the first two years, do what, do what they've done for the last four years. Right. Ram the policies and ram those issues and get them out, get them done, get them resolved. Yeah. Because the pendulum is, while you have the momentum, it's one thing, but it's going to swing back. And when it swings back, you're going to have just as many racists that were voting in 2016, they're going to be back. And 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 by then they will. One thing you you know about uh, Republican scientists, and meaning I mean uh, political Republican scientists, is these guys don't play nice. They don't they don't play with with manners and and regard the rules or any of that. They have no problem breaking the rules. Yeah. So you know sometimes you know when you fight and you know my mom used to say somebody's bigger than you they're stronger than you get you a stick or a brick or whatever and knock the hell out of them. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Good with these when you weigh hundred ten and somebody else weighs two twenty. Right. You got to do something else. You got to do you something know. else. Now you ain't trying to kill them. You ain't trying to get no murder charge. But you're trying to set the set things straight. No, I agree with you. I I think when he says he's going to reach across the aisle and do it. I think I want to believe that Biden is strategic enough to say, well, not in the key positions. Like there may be positions like undersecretary stuff and stuff that's not going to affect major stuff. But there are some bipartisan things that he can say, OK, we, you know, because what he's trying to do ultimately is trying to get a, a negotiable place, get to a negotiable place. Okay. And I understand the politics of that. Because Bill Clinton was great at that. He knew how to create enough negotiable places within the structure to say, okay, I gave you this. Now I'm ready to do this. What you know, I've already given you what you need, you gotta give me what I need. And they and Republicans will get in line and do that. So now we'll see if Biden has that skill to be able to do that. Uh, let me ask you this. Yeah. Well, uh, because this was something that, that has been a burning question. For several people, but I was asked this, and I said I would express it over the show today. Okay. A lot of people that look at Biden, and this is, I, I, it's oddly enough, I've heard it more from Democrats than I have from, from uh, Republicans. Is they are Biden to them is you know not as bad as Trump. They feel like he's bad, but he's not as bad as Trump. But their question is. They don't feel like a woman is ready to be president should something happen to Biden. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I ask you this, and I ask our listeners and and people that is this country ready for a female president? Now you know what my idea, my answer is going to be. Of course, but the question is to the to because I I was I, I'm always taken aback when somebody says that. Man, yeah. I don't know that a woman's ready to lead this, or that you know. But it's more that a, not a woman's ready; it's that the country 
can they handle the idea of a woman in that type of authority? So I pose that to you, first of all, but also to the listening and viewing audience. Right. Kiana, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think the country, I'll let you go first, since you are a woman. Yeah. Oh. Very delicious woman at that. Thank you. Come on, man, with the delicious Thank woman, you. Man. Thank you. <laughs> you saying, bro. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Shout out to my kids, by the way. That asked me a few days ago, how do you know mama's delicious? And I said, listen, I know. <laughs> wow. I'm so mad at you right now. I, gave him, I said I bite her on the shoulder. That's what I said. That's what he said. out there. We have now slid off the rails once again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Kiana, what do you think about that? Are you think the country's ready for a woman? Um I think the country is. Uh the country voted in a black man. And they didn't vote him in just for four years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They voted him for eight years. I think they're ready. I think they're ready for a change. Yeah. And it'd be different if we had somebody that um, that was, we didn't think was capable. Yeah, if it was Trump's wife. Oh, God. No. No. That's that's not even... <laughs> oh, you you said a, a qualified woman, not, not a dancer, right? You didn't I, I didn't say a shell. I said... Well, show, you know. <laughs> no, no. You know, we we see where that goes. Um, I think the world is ready, uh, and and she is so qualified, so qualified. She she's more qualified than Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. You know, she she's even more qualified than Biden. than her. You know. Yeah. So I'm saying, you know, she's she's hope she's she's hope for us. <laughs> That that both of them combined can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I absolutely think the country's ready. Wow, I'm, I'm going to answer it the same way but differently. Okay, I don't care. Well, and here's what I mean by that: Are we ready? Nobody's ever ready for change, the, or the people that oppose change are never ready for change. They never are because they don't understand what change brings. Change brings perspective. Change brings hope, like my wife just said. Change brings correction. So are they ready? Doesn't matter. I'm ready. <laughs> On a very personal level, I'm ready. Because I'm going to tell you something. That woman is, is the best on either side on any ticket. Yeah. She showed us that at that debate. She is presidential yeah she's the only one that is fully presidential yeah mm -hmm. so yes i but but if we keep waiting on people to get ready for things to happen we will never get what we need 
That and that's the problem with this country. You tell me that all the time, Shay. You, you can't wait to make. You can't wait for something to happen. No. You got to go make it happen. Make it happen. And that's just how it is. You and, and and I truly live by that. We can wait for somebody to give us an opportunity, or we can go seize the opportunity. Right. I like the fact that she is seizing the opportunity. Well, um, the noisemakers are chiming in. Well, yeah, and he said Trump had <laughs> Trump had the nerve to call Dr. Fauci the other side's idiot. That's more than pot, the pot calling the kettle black. And yeah. that's like the that's like the kettle and the pot saying, uh, we don't see color. <laughs> but this, the craziness about that foolishness. The craziness about that is, is that uh, he, we wouldn't even know who Dr. Fauci is if it wasn't for him. Wow. Expert. But anyway. So now you want to go back on your boy and say he's an idiot? Well, you the one put him in place. But that, that's what he does with everybody. Everybody he's put in his administration, period, he's put him in there and then he's crucified him. I'm just she, saying. She, I agree with Erica. She has, she's going to have qualified people around her. She looks like a person that's ready to listen to people. She's listen. I'm a come on. Listen, I I didn't know about her really. Yeah. But now that I've learned and over these last few, uh, few months about who she really is and what she really represents, uh -huh. I think she's incredible. Now, mind. Let's look at this though, and, and and you know, let's examine everything that's out there. Mm -hmm. You gotta remember, you're speaking, Lloyd, as a black man in America. Miss mm -hmm. Noise, you're speaking as a black woman, being mm -hmm. be it an educated and empowered black woman, but you're still speaking as a black woman. Right. When I speak of the country, neither one of you is in the majority. Right. Okay. Right. So, uh, the the best the big, best example I can give you, if you live over near near where I live, you see. There's campers. Now that I saw uh, vans yesterday that said Christian women for Trump. Oh, yeah. Said women for Trump. And then there was another one I saw yesterday, huge camper, man, with probably 20 banners over in Burleson that said Trump for Jesus. And so I'm going, I'm, I'm looking at this going, and, and there's, there, there's a line of people buying, you know, flags and bumper stickers and all this stuff at these campers and these different things, right? right. So I'm looking at it going, okay, I, I understand you're holding on to what you think your security is. For some reason, every time uh, a uh, Democratic candidate is in the running, the, rhetoric, the, the same rhetoric always comes out. There's one of three things. We're going to take away our guns. They're going to ruin the country. And they're gonna get even, because that's really what what the, the the scary one is. Is they they somehow think that we are so angry and so mad that we're about getting even, when it's so far beyond that. I I can't, I can't benefit my child by getting even with somebody for doing something stupid. Mm. I heard that's how you think. Yeah, that's how you're gonna vote. Go ahead. I heard Minister Farrakhan say this uh, a while back. He said the vengeance that America has been waiting on from black Americans has never come. No. Because that's not who we are. Right. And that's the yeah. truth. That we, We've never wanted vengeance. That's never been, we've never even 
Okay, maybe some of us wanted. Even though we'd have the right to. Maybe, maybe some of us wanted vengeance. That's true. But as a, as a whole, we haven't wanted that. But that's what never all we truly wanted was equality. Equality, yeah. What we always wanted was fairness. Yeah. What we always wanted was to be able to come home at night and and, and not do it in fear. We wanted, uh, what what is it? Um, we wanted a. a Indivisible, liberty, indivisible, liberty, justice for all. That, yeah. that we, we, that's all we want is what, you, what said. you promised, America. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's all what we wanted. So, well, the, yeah. the big one, the big one is justice, right? And that's what they're afraid of, because justice measured out, it has nothing to do with 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 fairness or equality. If you get justice, if you get what you deserve. Then that's an ass whoop. Well, but 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 so in that regard, I understand the fear yeah. that white Americans and evangelicals have. Because yeah. if the church got what it deserved, it'd be an ass whooping. If the if 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 the uh politic or the, the 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 racist people in this country got what they deserved, it would be a bloodbath in the streets. I always go back to the Dave Chappelle quote where he says, by any measure in history. Uh, apartheid should have ended in a bloodbath. And the fact that it didn't is a testament to Bishop Tutu to Bishop or to Nelson Mandela and yeah. the leadership over in that country that was able to navigate. But the other missing component was an honesty of the complicity of everybody that did something wrong and benefited from apartheid and then a recompense to those that were left out of the of what was supposed to be an equality for that nation right. or, for that, or that continent. So that that's what we're talking about. We're talking about recompense. We're talking about resolution. We're talking about restoration, real yeah. restoration for an entire nation of people and a group of people that have been vilified and wronged for so many years, 400 plus years. When do you make things right? Experimented on. Right. Go ahead, baby, I'm sorry. People that have been experimented on. Oh, experimented. With, without, I mean, you, you're not even honest that, that you were gonna experiment. You just, when I th when I hear about the, the uh, involuntary sterilizations going on at the borders, yeah. I think about the sterilization they 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 were doing to black people. When, when you think about there's there's a word that's missing yeah. from everything you said, especially as applies to people that the real people that have suffered in this country, and that's crucifixion. Yeah. We've literally been crucified from the day we came. And and but but again, not just us, you look at Look at the Native Americans, the real Americans. Oh, my God. They gave them blankets laced with smallpox and made a march for 1,200 miles. Yeah. Knowing that they were going to die on that trail. The trail of tears. Knowing yeah. that they were going to die. How, they, how the uh, Tuskegee experiment, they planted syphilis in, in black men. Not telling them. just you know, that to, to the black men, this is supposed to be some immunization. Right. Yeah. An experiment with syphilis. So it's it's the crucif the crucifixion 
Wait a minute, minute, Shake. That even when they found out, that even when they found the vaccine, Uh even when they got the medication to to eradicate syphilis, right? They didn't even go. Wait a minute. They didn't even go back and give them the medicine. Yeah. They let them die that way, and they let them continue to infect their wives, continue to let it go on throughout the family line instead of just coming back to the people and giving them the medicine. They thought they was getting some health care, free health care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Before I make my statement, Erica has a phenomenal statement here. She says many of the so-called majority are not dealing in any type of facts, religiously, scientifically, or injustice for all. They lean more to the hate of change that has been in delay. So eloquently stated, Erica. Thank you for that. You know, I think about all things that you guys, the two of you are saying, and and for me, it comes down to this. We are so far past PTSD as a people. Yeah. Like PTSD doesn't even begin to describe where we are. It's beyond fatigue. It's beyond, I don't even know if there is a clinical word to describe where minorities are and black people specifically are in this country. I mean, there is a pain that runs so deep. Mm. It's a, it's, I'm telling you, it is a wonder how black people have managed to not be so violent against other people in this country. It is a wonder. It is, if you ever want to understand how powerful God truly is, just look at black people in America and the fact that they have not risen up and tried to just violently ride through the streets or ride through the suburbs of America and just randomly, the fact that they have not done that, that we have not done that. Wow. You said something else too. It brings me to a story that I heard this morning. Um, guys, did you hear about that New England, uh, New England, not New England, England, actual England uh, is, is trying in their, one of their clinical trials for COVID the ideology that they're trying to employ is to inject people with COVID-19, let them have it for a few days, and then give them a vaccine that they think will cure it. And they're trying to get volunteers to do that. No, I hadn't hadn't heard that one. Is y'all crazy? (laughs) Wow. Well, is the idea that they'll build antibodies as a result of it? I, develop the, the, I don't. I, I Apparently, whatever this drug is that they think is going to work is going to, I don't know. It's. Uh, but uh, here's what I don't understand. But why do I got to take you? Yeah, but everybody say, you got enough people with it already. Just try it on the people that's already sick. They want to try the, the 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 thought process, and by the way, this is still being voted on in Parliament, so it's not done yet. But that's the that's what the bill is that they would try it on healthy people, and they're looking for actual volunteers to inject themselves. So clearly, they're going to pay these volunteers a pretty handsome amount. I'm if they live to spend it, 
But usually that ain't the way it works. It ain't no handsome amount. You could. I'm just saying. Yeah. If they got to be making a millionaire. Hey, Shirley. No, no not that stupid. You know, good and well, that ain't, they're going to offer them. You know, if you're starving and they throw you a saltine, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? You, you're going to think it's a risk. But it's that ain't that ain't going to work, man. Well, let me just say this. If people are that idiotic and that hard up for cash to do something this dumb, well, God bless you, sir or madam. Once again, man. And I say, when I say people, I say we are sheep. We yeah. are sheep. When you look at the, the what this what this country has allowed to take place in the last four years, and again, Lord, you you definitely pointed this out over and over again. It really started twelve years ago. Yeah, people are sheep. Yeah, and they will follow any line. It doesn't have to be within reason. It doesn't have to be. True, it doesn't even have to have merit, but they'll follow it. The idea that black people are going to get even. See, that's what's driving this fear. The idea that we are going to get even with you, meaning we're going to. See, here's what even means. We're going to do the same thing to you that you did to us. But but you know, what, you know what's amazing in that statement that you just made? Yeah. The realization that yeah. you know you did something to us. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's we what know I'm you did wrong. So we can never let you overcome. Because if you overcome, if you truly overcome, you're going to heap back on me the very thing that I heaped on you. Man. Woo, man, I think about that. God is not mocked. Whatever, man, listen, the very thing that you measure on somebody is going to come back to you in some form or fashion. You don't get, a, you don't get an orange from an apple seed. No. And so you heap snakes, eventually you get snakes. You may not live to see them, but your generation gets them, your family gets them. So, hmm. hey, me, me and Lloyd was just talking the other day about uh, up there in the woods where he went to college at, where they had them snake handlers at. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you don't get it, bro. A pastor in Moorhead, they had this church, and he go, he go show the world. I remember that. I remember that. Jesus is is everything. And he's so powerful. All you gotta do is handle these snakes. That sucker got bitten, died. Right. Now right. see, the Bible does not say <laughs> to uh wait, 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 let me get it right. Let me get it right. Where he says, uh um uh thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. So you like, well, if it worked for him, wow. it'll work for there's no word in scripture that tells us to walk on water. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't tell us to go grab a snake, get bit, this poisonous, and God, he doesn't tell you to go do those things again. He said this is what happened. But I like what Erica said. Erica said the majority is not dealing in any kind of fact. It's unbelievable. And I'm going to tell you something. I just put my brother in a car and sent him back on his way back to Germany. And his whole perspective now is right. Because he was like, man, I didn't know. I now understand. They done, people have lost their minds here. And now he, is, he said, bro, I now know what to pray for. Because, it, and hopefully he'll go back to his country mm -hmm. and see whatever they're selling to him differently. Because he'll say to them, no, what's happening is 
the very people that are supposed to be fighting for us are fighting against us. Right. So-called church is fighting is the number one culprit in the offense. It's the number one culprit in the offense. Listen, every time I think about what Shake just described, <laughs> all these women with these pants with with Trump for Jesus and stuff, I'm just like, wow. Help me understand this happen. Help me understand how the church is no is any different than the, than Fox Media. How are they any different? They're not. They're spinning the same rhetoric. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not. And the, but see, again, Trump didn't spell Jesus. The word, the, the word that Erica used was majority. Right. And that's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a majority of people who don't want to see the facts. Sheep don't want to know the facts, man. Sheep don't want to know that there's a cliff right there and we're going over the cliff. They don't want to know that. But I think it's two things going there, Shake. I think it's the sheep that are following and, and, and a group of under shepherds that are creating a path for them to follow. You know what I'm saying? So it's like evangelical pastors are the ones feeding these guys. They are. It's true. Hey, sheep, follow this. These guys know where to go. And you're like, wait a minute. And, and there are some goats following along going, man, y'all going to die. Yeah, and the goats um, get the bad name. The goats get the bad rep. That's the right. Thing. Right, and then y'all saying the goats, man. The goats are trying to separate us all. Yeah, right. they are because they're not stupid sheep. But here's what you got to here's what you got to look at. Is see, the, here's the problem with that analogy. The sheep do not see the shepherd. They see another sheep. They see another, right. Because the shepherd looks like a sheep. He's presented himself as a sheep. I'm one of you. You mean the wolf? In sheep's clothing. Come on now. Presenting himself as a sheep. Presenting himself as a sheep. All right. I'm one of you. <laughs> I love you, my brother. And then I hold my Bible upside down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but see, no, no. But it ain't even, see, listen. Here's the thing, though. They see him. Even the sheep see him and realize who he is. It's who's in front of him that they're following. That's right. fact. These other so-called Christian leaders, yeah. these yeah. other pastors, these other even dare I say it, there's black pastors doing this. There's black oh it's black, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy, man. Well, listen, there is hope. We're not gloom and doom here. We have hope. Right now, CNN is projecting that there are nine Senate seats and ten House. GOP seats, all GOP seats that are in deadlock races and are up for grabs. So they can spill any way. In the in the Senate right now, we only need to flip four, right? Three houses. Okay. Three or four houses. Three or four uh Senate races. So that's good. So if there's nine, there is a possibility that the house or the Senate could flip. In the house, we need to hold and grow. Well, you say nine senators. Nine senators and ten house spots that are up for grabs. So that's really, really good. What's and, the top three? What are the top three? Is it Kentucky, uh, Ohio? I don't know if Kentucky. I wish Kentucky was one of those. Okay. Uh, Susan Collins in Maine. Uh, as far as uh, the Senate seats, Susan Collins in Maine is in trouble. 
Steve Daines in Montana, Tony Ernst in Iowa, Corey Gardner in Colorado, uh, Lindsey Graham in South Carolina. Come on, Jamie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Loeffler in Georgia, uh, Martha McSally in uh, Arizona. Arizona's in real trouble. For the yeah. first time in a long time, Arizona's in real trouble. Uh, David Perdue in Georgia, and Tom Tillis uh, in North Carolina with Gar Corey Gardner and uh, Martha McSally being at the highest of all risk of all of those. Isn't it amazing that Arizona's in trouble um, when, first of all, Trump just went there. Right. He just flew in for an open rally and the whole thing. Right. right. But also, isn't it amazing that they're in trouble when that was like one of the states that, first of all, won him the election, but also he spent so much time going after that particular senator. Yeah. You know, he's he's his own people. He, they eat their young, man. They eat their own babies. You're eating your own children. It's wow. amazing. Uh, in the Senate, or I'm sorry, in the House, uh, the Georgia 7th is in danger. The Nebraska 2nd, the Texas 23rd, which is the seat of, uh, let's see, that is oh, so uh, Gina Ortiz is is ahead of uh, Tony Gonzalez. So that's good. New Mexico second, Indiana fifth, um, and then New Jersey second, Ohio first, and Minnesota seventh, and Arizona sixth. So Arizona could could really be a big deal. All of that momentum that's happening in Arizona could be a really big deal. And then the New York eleventh is the other. So some really key seats across the country and i think as the top of the ticket goes in those states you'll see so does the race itself uh so we'll we'll be keeping our eyes on all of those races to see what happens just real quick guys just want to get your opinion uh there is a hope not a lot of hope but some hope of um whether or not the deal will get done for a new stimulus package today you're, you're just your quick reactions and thoughts on what you think is going to happen with that. Mm. It's going to happen. You, that is going to happen today. Yeah, that'll happen today. Because the, yeah, the, the, the thought process is that if it doesn't happen today, it's not going to happen. Wow. Yesterday um, was 48 hours. So I guess today will be time's up. <laughs> well, we made it this far, bro. Um, and to me, it's just, I, I, I understand that the country need it, needs it. I understand that people need money. I understand that people need help because of the climate that we're living in, because of what has taken place. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, you know, I honestly, I'm always, I have to be careful when somebody dangles something in front of me because they're desperate. Mm. And this should have been three months ago. This, you know, this deal should have been, you know, at, at, at worst should have been two months ago when the money ran out on the other one and the, and the economy wasn't bounding back like they were saying it was. Now you had bounded back for big corporations, 
because they got the very first stimulus. They got the very first $500 billion. They got that money. And that, which is why that the second time around, they had to say, no, this is specifically for small businesses, minority businesses and stuff like that. So I'm always leery of that. So to me, I'd, I'd like to see it happen, but I don't have a whole lot of hope for that. And, yeah. But I've also made it this far. Um, and this, yes, it's been a struggle. You know, being a musician, man, um, gigs ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? People ain't calling you like, you know, I was working four or five days a week. And now it might be four days a month. And yeah. I'm lucky if I get that. Yeah. So it's a, it's a difficult thing. But I don't... Um, you know, I, I'm always one that goes, yeah, it, what's the deal and what is it going to cost me in the long run? Because it's going to cost you something. Yeah. And that's what we should always be looking at. Yeah. What happened? I thought when Nancy Pelosi said that they actually submitted the deal a couple of months ago. Uh-huh. It wasn't right. The, 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 the points of the deal were not right. They were not, you know... Just to educate our audience maybe a little bit for those who may or may not know, when these deals go through or these bills go through, everybody's adding something to the bill. Yeah, they're loaded. Backloaded. Yeah, they're backloaded. So you could, I mean, and it's stuff that don't got don't have anything to do with, with anything that helps people. It right. Be, well, we'll give you the deal, but we want more money allotted to this state for cutting down trees or and that deal, the cutting of trees. Could be because that senator has a relationship with some lobbyist who that's what their business is they cut trees so they get to throw the contract to that person i mean it's all kinds of weird stuff going on in these deals so um you know you got to be able to see through the bs of the deal to get to the meat and the heart of what's really being asked for mm-hmm. well typically what has happened is the deals have been one 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 side represents one thought process and the other side represents another one. Right. So for example, Republicans want to see Ford Motor and GE and all these corporations, Trump's businesses, because that's a lot a big part of it. They know how to cherry pick that money and, and get take it off the top. But then the Democrats come and say, no man, people gotta feed their families. They gotta they gotta but what happens is the Democrats fight for to a certain degree for these things. But when the deal comes out, Trump stamps his name on it. So that's exactly what happened with the stimulus. He didn't, that, the stimulus package wasn't originally designed for you and I. It was designed for all these multi-billion dollar corporations and stuff. And the Democrats went in and said, no, we're not signing off on this unless the people get something, unless the people get some help, unless the people get some unemployment. Because none of that was written into the, the, the initial draft. Right, but then then it comes out, which is why there's so much confusion from so many black people because they say Trump fought for us. He got us this bull crap. No, he did not. It was the Democrats who allowed, who have made sure that you got what you were supposed to get, or you what you could get, not what you're supposed to get. Yeah. So it's it's a uh, man. It's what's in it. You got to really hard to say, man. Yeah, I agree. Well, let me jump through a, a couple of other stories before we head out for the day. Uh, and these are these are fun ones. 
Bro, did you see? <laughs> the Beach Boys have decided they're going to get back out and do concerts. They can't take it no more. <laughs> they read, they're missing probably half a billion dollars, like you were saying. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we got to get this money. So they've decided to do it drive-in concert style. So they're going to do, I guess they're going to go out to open fields or open parks or whatever, and you can drive up in your car and listen to the sounds of the Beach Boys. Are you, the noisemakers, interested in hearing the Beach Boys drive-in style? <laughs> listen, they had AT&T Stadium uh, and a whole lot of the different NFL stadiums because they were not having any games and no events, they were allowing drive-in concerts in the parking lots. In stuff. in the state in the in the sports stadiums, in the arenas. Okay. So they're not really doing nothing new. And they're just saying, you know, we're gonna go and do it. But I mean, ain't the Beach Boys like a hundred years old? What what is happening? <laughs> he said, <"What's> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, what is happening right now? Your word, so, your word sting is expensive. All sting. I can think about is how much music they stole from black people. Ouch! Wow. Isn't that what Cadillac Records movie was about? I hate when you tell the truth like that. Wow. Yeah, it's just, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Cadillac Records said the Beach Boys stole from them. Your word sting, madam. Your word I'm just saying. <laughs> well, These are facts. Well, you know, I, I can I will say this, and, and because I think there's a there's an idea behind there to me that I could actually get behind the idea of a drive-in concert. Yeah, I can get behind that because two things: one, it does to some degree promote a greater measure of safety. Yes, in the atmosphere we live in. Yes. Two, it's nothing no different. I grew up going to the drive-in movies, so. Driving movies, you go in, you put the little speaker in your car, or you tune your radio to the thing there, and you listen to the music, the safety of your car. You know, you eventually go get your hot dog or whatever at the hot dog stand and everything, but you come back to the car. Right. So my my issue was I I tried to go to a drive-in about, oh, five months ago, four months ago, and it was loaded with rifle-carrying, pistol-packing, good old boys. And so I left. You know, and I'm I'm, come, I'm going to see and the movies that they were showing at the drive-in. That's the other issue I have with them. They're always old movies. They're always like the movies 10, 20, 30 years old. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to go see uh, Men in Black and right. pay twelve dollars a person. You know what I'm saying? I got that in the crib. I don't need that. Right. It's free on YouTube. Come right, on, right. I don't need that. I'm good on that. Folks ain't gonna know how to act. They ain't gonna know how to stay in their vehicle for no concert. They're gonna be trying to jump out, stand on the hood, well, stand about, on the roof. But think about who's going to see the Beach Boys. They can't stand on no hood. No, you just say you just say no more. I'm just graphic was ninety and up. So <laughs> I'm just saying. Speaking of movies, did y'all hear that Coming to America struck a deal with Amazon? Yeah. Hundred twenty-five million. It will be debuting December eighteenth on Amazon Prime. Wow! America Two will be out. Wow! Which is a dual problem because that is a significant blow to movie theaters. 
and their ability to recover. Because they were counting on that December release or for Christmas, and now it is not going to happen. Well, what are you talking about? Were they counting on it from, from Tyler Perry, though? Because, you know, Tyler felt like he didn't get respected from Hollywood no way. So. Uh, Regal is talking about is, is Tyler releasing something, too? Isn't that his movie? Isn't no, Eddie movie? Murphy. Eddie Murphy, Coming to America. No, did they shot that in Tyler Perry's thing down in the. Uh, 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 yeah, but it's Eddie's movie. They just shot it at the studio. It's not Tyler Perry's movie? No, thank God. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Whoa. I'm saying. Come on. The Medea thing is now okay. We got it now. We've seen her go to jail. We've seen her have a funeral. We've seen her be a, a, a FBI agent. What else is there? What else is there? I mean, come on. At some point, you gotta say, you know what? I thought the funeral was that she ain't gonna come back no more. And well, yet hey, they keep trying to resurrect her and all kind of stuff. Oh, both ways because Martin was Big Mama. Hold on, Shake and, and Kiana, just just real, real quick. The views of Kiana Spence here <laughs> are solely her own and do not reflect the overall of <laughs> noise media and entertainment. We are regularly scheduled program. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna mess up this Tyler Perry money for me, woman. Uh, I thought the the Medea's funeral thing meant that they was putting her to rest. I ain't know that it was just somebody else's funeral, and you know the stuff that goes on at funerals. It just seemed like oh, you know they don't have Medea's Christmas, Medea's this, Medea's that. All right, and even when you, I know you trying to bring up Martin, but look, Big Mama ain't got Big Mama ain't moved since Big Mama two. Uh, yeah, ain't been no more big mamas, no. and I don't think he's gonna bring her back for nothing. It's been three big mamas, but it ain't gonna be but no more. Great, I think Martin put Big Mama's costume to rest. Wow, I don't think he's gonna keep going that route. He done done, he's done done enough shenanay and stuff <laughs> to last a lifetime. See, that's a whole nother show right there. A whole nother show. I was thinking of show. Men in drag, men in, you know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother movie. We definitely got to dive off into that one because that's yeah. a good one to talk about for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say my comments because I got some strong comments about that as well. And I'm not saying I completely disagree with you because uh, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know if I do disagree with you, but I have a perspective. You got to don't mess up this Tyler Perry. Don't mess up Tyler money for me, baby. Please, baby, please. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. We do have some breaking news today as we get ready to close the show. Uh, Unk Noise, what's going on with the show? Man, listen, we, this, first of all, in terms of our guests, the quality of our guests, although we've had phenomenal guests, but we've been hitting some major, major strides with our guests. Uh, we, coming up in the next week, Starting in the next week, we've got the greatest bass player in the world coming on, Mr. Victor Wooten, coming on as a guest. And, and uh, <laughs> I'm really excited about that. And then here's the killer. I had a conversation. I've had conversations with two guests, and we hadn't talked about the show, and they brought it to my attention. How come you haven't brought us on to the show? So within the next two weeks, we'll be bringing on none other than 
Miss Ann Nesby. Pew, 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 pew. And we'll be bringing on Mr. Ruben Stutter. So we are really, noisemakers, you are in for some major treats. Get your popcorn, get your wine. Make sure you have your speakers where they need to be so you can really enjoy it. Because we are getting ready to be barn burners, baby. Wait, 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 wait. You said, are you saying they going to perform too? I'm just saying, it, you know, anything can happen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Shout out to the noisemakers. We do it all for you. Yes. So, Alan, it is a different show altogether. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, and we're going to keep bringing you business people as well. Uh, we're efforting some really strong business people that are out there doing black business. Uh, it's it's going to be wonderful. Oh, oh, oh. One other, one other uh, guest. We've got two of the guys from Drew Hill. Coming on to be with us, the new Drew Hill, yeah. Which was a, the the two guys were originally in a group called Playa, 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 Playa. Shout out to Playa, the original yeah. Playa, but now they are Drew Hill. Yeah. So we're not getting Cisco. We we don't know. We we we, but we know we got Black and Smoke. Yeah. Of Drew Hill. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know they was in Drew Hill. See, you gotta keep up with the music. Why are you from Louisville? How you go not know? How you go? I know player. I just keep up know with the music. See all that and then some. We bringing you all that. This is we didn't say it's breaking news. We said breaking. Oh, okay. It's breaking, breaking noise. Breaking. Breaking noise news. Breaking noise. Well, well, let me let me ask one question while we breaking the noise. We're going to that. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd like to uh, insert one bruh, did you see? Okay, go ahead. Okay, hit it. According to the news, Disney has had to add a warning label to mm-hmm. Disney Plus. And a disclaimer. The disclaimer says, rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact and learn from it and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. What is what is what are they putting the, uh, what are they doing all that for? Because they might be adding some suspect cartoons that we've been hearing about for quite some time. What you say? And so instead of removing it, let's just spark conversation. And let's just recreate a more inclusive future together. What, what the Gary spark is me in, in, in my <laughs> removing my subscription. I better knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's called negative stereotypes. But, called- but everybody has to remember Disney is who owns ABC, ESPN, Freeform. So that's what they do. They disperse that little bitty, those little bitty seeds. All across their platforms. Mm. That's why a lot of sports people have dropped or left ESPN because they have not been allowed to say certain things about certain topics. And so you got to keep your eye on Disney. Well, uh, keep your ESPN, eyes on Disney. ESPN is dying anyway. I mean, they, they're getting clobbered. So, who? oh man, they've lost. You think about it, almost all their flagship personalities are gone. Yeah. Their ratings, their ratings are in the toilet. That's that's why that's why um, Stephen A is getting paid as much yeah. as he's getting paid because 
Um, and and uh, and Mike Greenberg. Think about this. Mike Greenberg is now one of the highest paid. That dude has no personality. How did that happen? I love Mike Greenberg. He has no personality. Like none. Well, I like Greeny, man. Uh, I like Greeny too. But you ain't going to say, man, I love his personality. He's good at his job. He's good at keeping the train moving and all the moving parts. But a personality, he's not like a Shannon Sharp or Bayless or somebody that's got a real lively personality. He doesn't have that. Well, that's why they had to bring in them other folks to make up the difference. But they needed him to balance Stephen A's rhetoric out because Stephen A is so over the top. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You couldn't get, you know, especially when he's wrong. Oh, Lord. Which is often. Uh, But he's so over top. You know, when he's wrong, he gets louder. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Well, listen, we've had fun today. I know I've had fun. This is a great show back and all this wonderful news. So tomorrow we'll have all kinds of dates for you. We'll lock those. We've got them locked in, but we will be able to announce them officially tomorrow uh, what date all these people are coming on. And just listen, we try to bring out the best of the best. And we got more surprises. That ain't it. That's just yeah. the ones we announced. Hey, yeah. yeah. We got yeah. more coming. Y'all know what I'm yeah. Well, the other thing is, even when these guys are on, they're they're not just talking about the entertainment industry. Oh they're yeah, that's the beauty of life and business, and you know, it's it's noisemaker friendly. It's noisemaker topics. Absolutely. So, so we bring them. We bring them. We make them bring it. We. I'm just saying, if you're coming on this show, you bring it. You're already credible because we've already vetted you. Yeah. That is true. You wouldn't that be on this so show if you can handle yourself. Yeah, and you got like, to talk about more than what that. Oh, oh, I'd be like, make sure you tell them. I'm like, <laughs> listen, noisemakers, we start with that question. Are you coming on for the whole show? That's right. I just come on for a segment. Yeah. Do you want the truth or you do you want the flow? Right. We want truth on this show. We, we want truth. truth. Strictly truth. That's it. Right. T-R-U-F-E. Truth. <laughs> Emphasis on the F. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll let you I'll let you sort that out, y'all. All right. Uh parting comments, final comments for today. Uh we'll start with the lovely Mrs. Noise. What are your final comments for today? I'd like to thank you, noisemakers, for going out and voting early. Mm-hmm. Texas is leading the voting. Uh, in numbers of getting out and voting early. It's not too late to vote early, but I'm discovering a whole lot of the same rhetoric is being said over and over again about the different, um, the different candidates. Research these candidates. Yes. It's the it's those incumbents that want to hang in there for another six and another four, another however many more years. It ain't done anything since they've been in there. Listen, you want to do the research. Read those pamphlets and stuff that come in your mailbox. Go online at law.com. Law. will let you research these people. Find out what they believe and vote carefully. Vote with wisdom. And vote early, as early as possible. But please vote. All right. All right. 
Uh, and what was that website again? Because I think you broke up just a little bit. What was that website again? It was law.com. Law.com. Awesome. Awesome. All right, um, what you got for us? Well, first of all, I concur with with Miss Noise, Mama Noise, Auntie Noise, Lady Noise. I concur with all four of them. <laughs> and that is, you've got to vote and vote early. But also, I'll say this. In doing your research, I can't re reiterate enough. Look at the character of the individual. Don't just look at what they're promoting, what they're espousing, because somebody can say, oh, I'm pro-life. And then you look at their record, and there's a 1,000 kids that were murdered under their watch. You look at their record, and there's a 1,000 teenagers that went to prison under their watch for bull crap. You look at their record, and families are starving under their watch, and they're supposed to be pro-life. For me, when someone says they're pro-life, I look at everything after that baby is born. I look at how the child was brought up in their system, how the child was treated in their system, be it white or black, or any, any, any child, I look at those things first. Then I make my decision. So don't just look at the numbers, and, but be informed, and then be informed by what is really true, what is really taking place. And I, I wanna say this to young black America, I can't say it enough. If you go and you don't vote, then you have no right to complain ever again. If you don't vote, you have no right to complain. Now, if you vote for one of, one of however many parties are available, you know, we're in a two-party system, but you can also write in a, a candidate. Then if you write in a candidate, you, you effectively split the vote. But the point is, you should vote. Whatever you agree with, whatever your conscience is, whatever you think should be taking place. If you agree with Trump, then vote for Trump. If you agree with Biden, vote for Biden. If you but if you believe in the hope of this country, then you won't vote for Trump. But I'm, in any way, that's a whole other thing. Point is, you gotta vote. Too many people have died, and too many people are still suffering for your right to vote. And I'll leave this last thing. Martin Luther King died shortly after his last, he didn't deliver the speech, but it was written and he had, he had started perfecting it, but he didn't get to deliver it. But the very last thing he says was, when we go to Washington, we're going to get what's ours. We're fighting for what's ours right now. We're yeah. fighting for the soul of this country. And we are the soul of this country. Make no mistake, man, we built Washington. We built all these cities. We built all these plants. We built all these streets. Hell, the damn stoplights. We made those. Blood transfusions. Black America has committed so much great for this country, but it gets overlooked, and then it gets played down because of our own ignorance. You've got to vote, but do it based on sound research and then truth. Um. Good stuff. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, mine are real simple. I want to reiterate what I started with on this show. Shout out to all the noisemakers for the love <laughs> you've shown me and my family over this last two weeks. It's been challenging, dare I say, exhausting at times. But it was it was your commitment and your love and your strength 
and 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 your willingness to to float with it all uh that got us through shout out to you unc and uh all the other hosts of all the shows that just rolled with us and lifted us up in our in our time of need and we got the strength we need to get through it and we got through it and we're getting through it to mm -hmm. the end of everything uh but now we ready to go vote because it's time it's time to get back to the business so we are we are back at it and we are fully committed we're focused and we're ready so let's get out there and vote y'all know what to do y'all hear us every day let's go make change yes. let's go shake up the world and yes. get this thing back on track the way it's supposed to be all right so with that being said wait, wait, one last thing one last thing go ahead, go ahead. uh oh how about them cowboys Y'all might want to pull up on the five this weekend. Oh, uh, my God. Monday, I'm sorry. Monday at 6 p.m. Because oh. we're going to have a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> Cowboys, we'll see you soon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, we're going to take – oh, I, I, I'm sorry. One thing I wanted to close with. Here it is. This is my beautiful daughter, her sentiments. She said, the world is in jeopardy because people refuse to have compassion for their fellow man. Stay safe indoors or actually not take risks. I was taught yesterday during a Bible study with my father that all people, regardless of gender, race, and background, I have chosen to keep those words uh, to my heart. I just wish the world would do the same. Mm -hmm. I, I can't think of a better way to end it than that. Uh, so shout out to my baby. <laughs> Alan said, "Really, Uncle? Really?" About that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he turned his hat around and he took his glasses off. <laughs> yeah. We came for your Cowboys, Alan. We came for your Cowboys. Especially when my Giants getting the win, I'm definitely coming for the Cowboys. Hey, what? Pay Dak. Pay Dak. Pay Dak. Yeah. Dak. All right. Twenty-three hour break. We'll be back talking noise tomorrow at our regular time, eleven a.m. Until 11 a.m. Central, 12 p.m. Eastern. Until then, we out this piece. Peace. Man, we sure had a good time today, and we appreciate you joining us for the ride. Tune in every day on the Believe Podcast Network and wherever podcasts can be found, like Spotify iTunes, and Apple Music, wherever podcasts can be found. Also, you can visit us on Facebook on the Noisemakers page. That's the Noise, N-O-I-Z, Makers page. Or on YouTube on the Noise Media Entertainment channel. N-O-I-Z, Noise Media Entertainment. Well, we'll see you again tomorrow. Until then, keep making noise. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.